What would you say is the toughest thing about being in business? I would say it's the roller coaster of emotions one experiences on a daily basis. You can be having the highest of highs and you'll be having the lowest of lows. And I think one thing I've learned about my business the last few years is that having your own business will reveal things about your personal growth and about yourself that you didn't even know were there. Welcome to the Viscosity Podcast, brought to you by VLM Training and Coaching Specialists across the UK and Australia, hosted by founder Vicky Main. Are you a business owner, leader or executive? Have you ever felt stuck or disappointed about where your life or business is heading? Do you ever feel overwhelmed, compare yourself to others or feel like you're swimming in treacle at times? This podcast is here to help you become unstuck from viscosity to achieving escape velocity and expanding your knowledge. Our guests on the show will share practical tips and real-life experience about how they got out of negative situations or circumstances to live their best life on their terms. We'll be sharing real-life stories from real people doing incredible things. Stay tuned for our next guest. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Viscosity Podcast. I'm your host, Vicky Main, and we have Tracy Fryer in the studio today. Welcome, Tracy. Hi, Vicky. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. And Tracy, I know you've recently built my new website, yes, we which have. I love. I absolutely love it. And I I'm also. So glad. Yeah, and the branding. And Tracy is a rock star when it comes oh, to all the branding and marketing. And based in Perth and Western Australia, but I know you have clients all over the globe now in buildings. Yes, very, so, very fortunate. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to hear more about what, you're, what you've been doing in business. And I know you've been in business now for two years full time. Yes, that's right. And you've also, you've been on an incredible entrepreneurial journey and I know you I have, have a jewellery business as well, which we're going to talk a bit more <laughs> about. Tell us about your journey of what you've been doing and yes. where you are now. Perfect. So how much time do we have? Oh, well, so we've got about 32 minutes for the podcast, but yeah, we'll... I'll keep it this to five then. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. I grew up in South Africa. It's the same place Charlize Theron is from, so I'll drop her name there. Nice. I think I've always had a side hustle from the age of eight. I actually blame my dad because I wanted to have my ears pierced. Right. And he said to me, look, Trace, if you can pay for it yourself, you're more than welcome to have it done. So anyway, I schemed major plans. <laughs> and anyway, after much sort of bargaining with him, we came to the agreement that for every bucket of weeds I pulled from the garden, I would get two rand, which is equivalent of about 20 Australian cents. And then, wow. um, so pretty much I got my younger brother on board and I think I paid him like one rand for every bucket that he pulled out. It was great because he didn't pull them out properly. So they grew back next week. All right. <laughs> and yeah, I saved up, I think it was about 28 rand that I needed to have my ears pierced wow. and yeah, managed to save up and yeah, have my ears done. And I think mom and dad were hoping that me having to pay for myself would delay it until I was 16, but it didn't. So that's where it started. And then I've always been in the creative space. I've always drawn, I've always painted. I sold my first painting at the age of 12, which is great. So yeah, I've always had some sort of hustle going on. And then at school, I used to get 25 rand a month pocket money from mom and dad. And I've always been very sociable. So I found that 25 rand wasn't really enough to sustain my early networking days, (laughs) shall we say. (laughs) That's where it started. So I went to, so we had a tuck shop. I think it's called a lunch room in Australia and they used to sell fizz pops which is like a, lo- a yeah. lollipop and uh, I went to a Costco it's we had a macro in South Africa yeah. and I bought a tub of lollipops I think it was around about 20 rand so they worked out to like 20 cents something crazy and the tuck shop was selling them for two rand 50 and I sold them for two rands off I went with my backpack loaded up my suckers <laughs> and yeah and business was booming after about two years then I got banned from doing it so. right really oh wow wow yes 
Yeah. And I know you'd said about your networking. So you are the networking queen of Perth. Oh my goodness. I know <laughs> you. You are everywhere on your socials. And rightly for the yeah. business that you've got and what you're doing. Of course. I see you on LinkedIn and you're at this event, but Thank you're doing you, some Vicky. amazing things. Thank you. But your, the services that you offer, are, you've got a fantastic service. And Thank you. You talk a bit more about your branding, what you're doing in your that side. But in terms yeah. of the... Tell me about your jewellery designing business. Of and I'm admiring the ring there, your beautiful yes, engagement Yes, my gorgeous ring, ring that I oh. had the opportunity to design. So beautiful. When I, I used to have my business under Trace Designs and it was my jewellery design, it was my graphic design. And because I studied both visual arts and graphic design, I had my drawing, my jewellery and my graphic design under that brand. And when I started Design Studio Perth in 2020, I, I split them. So Trace Designs Bespoke was born and that's my bespoke jewellery line. So yes, my hubby, bless him. We went to Bali for Don's birthday and he was Aww. acting so weird. I had no idea. And we did have a party the night before, so I thought he was maybe feeling a bit dusty. And he was acting really strange and he was, yeah, just not his usual self. And anyway, later that evening, I discovered that he was going to pop the questions. Wow. He is with my diamond and he'd been working with my, I worked as a jewellery designer at the time. And he proposed with my gorgeous diamond and dropped one knee in Bali and Limbogan Island, shall we say. And yeah, I had the opportunity to design my own bespoke piece. And I think just having that experience and seeing how much emotion goes into a proposal or having worked as a designer, a jewellery designer, seeing how much goes into designing wedding jewellery. I just love being a part of that. So yes, I have both. I have Design Studio Perth, which is my graphic design and branding business. And then I have my other side hustle, which is Trace Designs Bespoke. Beautiful. Oh, wow. And so you share the website details with us later in the podcast as well. Thank you. So that's brilliant. So yeah, so you've been on this entrepreneurial journey for two years. Yes. You were previously, you were on the airlines, is that right? I was. You did have I a was spell. a trolley dolly. Yes. Yeah. After I finished my degree, I wanted to just have a break from yeah. the creative space. And I was actually the second grand school intake for the Auckland Jetstar base. Yeah. And yeah, I had a wonderful opportunity to fly as a cabin crew member and did the grand school and flung myself out a, down a slide and learned, learned all the drills and everything and yeah stuck it up for two years I flew as a crew member for a year and then I, uh, I did my cabin management as well which yeah. was great and I learned so much about human nature and had the most fantastic experiences and the people that I met are friends and yeah. I highly recommend it to everyone yeah. who's who loves traveling and just you learn so much about human nature absolutely and, and customer, customer service I was just going to say like yes. your service when I so I was recommended to you about designing so web yes. design and I thought I'll give you a call and after that as soon as we had the conversation I knew that oh, I was going to get you. you to do all my branding yes. and website and just the whole process that you took me through was on a journey oh. and nothing was too much trouble. And I really love that. And thank customer you. service, I think people buy into that as well. So yes. thank you for that. It's, thank you so much for that feedback. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that for you. So, what, so in terms of your inspiration for setting up your business in the first place. Now, yes. you've had this entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. and I can resonate with that because oh. I too had that. But yes. I was doing things like record mixtapes back when I was like 10 <laughs> years old in the UK, which is potentially, there's a bit of a grey area there now. A bit of that as well back in the day. Oh, so, did yeah, you? But when oh, I did drum majorettes, oh, we had really? to make our own mixtape there for oh, the drills. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. I, I was selling... Um, selling tickets for shows I was doing and putting oh. on but yeah always a teacher that back then yeah. and, but tell us about how you were inspired to set up your business particularly well 
both businesses really yeah of course so as I mentioned I had them under one umbrella while I was working my day job and after COVID happened I think it was a big wake-up call for me I I was deeply unhappy in my job and it wasn't my employer's fault at all I think it's always because I've had this burning desire to to want to be able to be of service to people on my terms and to do things my way and I remember getting home the one day and this was just after COVID happened and my husband said to me Trace you're so unhappy at your job I would rather have you unemployed and happy as opposed to working where you are. And it was like yeah. a light bulb went on and I prayed for a sign and I got it two weeks later. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, resigned from my job and pretty much hit the ground running. And Design Studio Perth and Trace Designs Bespoke, it gives me the opportunity to apply my passions and my goals. And like I said, to really be of service to people on my own terms and through my team as well. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I know thank you get you. to spend more time with your dogs as well. I know I you, you've got very cute dogs. I and do. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me a picture one day and I, I was did, like, yeah. I love your dog. And I love your dog. Oh, I'm a fur baby mama. Yeah, yeah I three. know, I know. It's, the struggle is real, hey? It is. Oh my goodness. They've got such big personalities. They're oh. some of my office buddies. But yeah, absolutely adore them. Oh, beautiful. So what does the future hold for you and your business? What are your expansion plans? Yeah, my goal is to continue to grow my client base and to also develop my team and the rest are my little secrets. Ooh, <laughs> watch this space, listeners. Yes. There's more coming. <laughs> fantastic. So you've got a few more things in the pipeline, which is fantastic. Lovely to hear Thank that. you, I do. And, um, and yeah, keep building what you're doing. It sounds things are going well. And, it's um, extremely blessed. Yeah, I'm going to get on your jewellery website and have a look and Thank see Thank you. I- <laughs> yes, it's actually still in progress. So I'll let you know when oh, it's ready. All oh, right, yes. okay. So it's still, yeah. Yes, my so Shopify designer, Tessa, is busy working on it. So yes, Amazing. watch this space I'll let you know amazing so tell us about what would you say is the toughest thing about being in business I would say it's the roller coaster of emotions one experiences on a daily basis you can be having the highest of highs and you'll be having the lowest of lows and I think one thing I've learned about my business the last few years is that having your own business will reveal things about your personal growth and about yourself that you didn't even know were there wow so I think you really have to look at yourself and your mindset and what it is that you actually bring into the marketplace and how you operate as a leader and how you operate as a business owner so it brings forth all of that as well I love that and I think that's I can resonate with that I'm sure listeners can as well yeah. where things come out I for example when I worked full-time in employment working within universities I was very much I didn't need a lot of structure for my yes. day-to-day to operate I had lesson plans and I had all of that but when I'd get in that classroom sometimes we'd go off on a tangent and get yes. talking about various things which we still achieve the learned outcomes but it wasn't that structured and I know as my business has grown and I've been in business for a while now I've found that I've had to have more structure Yes. So I learned that you can operate in a place where you've got people, admin support and people who can help you and you can delegate within the workplace. Yeah. But when you work for yourself and you start off on your own, you've got to actually be structured and disciplined. The one thing I learned was discipline. discipline. My business yeah. advisor is big on discipline and it's something I'm still a work in progress, I'll be honest. Yeah. But discipline can have a massive impact on everything that you do. Yeah. So tell us about your day in terms of do you get up at a certain time and you go and what are your sort of go-to discipline activities that you do oh, on a daily like I know I, I didn't say, put this in the briefing notes but <laughs> I'm really just more curious. I'm joking. <laughs> to start my day I have become a 5am lady Ooh. so I usually get up and go for a walk with my neighbour. We do a sort of an hour's walk and usually then I'll start off my day in the office, I'll have a brief with my team. My day is structured in a way that I usually end with going to the gym. Sometimes I start with the gym depending on the day and depending what I have on. But my spirituality and my gym and my dogs and my family is a very big part of what I do. And it's so important in my day-to-day life that I don't get caught up in the hustle because I have been there before. Yeah. And I make time for those different parts of my life. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Mm. What would you say is the toughest thing about being in business? The toughest thing is definitely, as I mentioned before, the, it's the roller coaster of emotions. It really does. You know, I'm very blessed to have a wonderful business advisor. And I think if I didn't have someone like that in my corner, I'm not sure I would still be going, to be honest, because that roller coaster can throw you off. It's next level stuff. So I'm very lucky to have Paul in my corner with me and just really guiding my mindset and how I operate as a business owner and just as a human, actually, in general. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's really important. I know if I want to go and train for a marathon, I'll get someone who's yes. a specialist oh, in that field. Definitely. Definitely. And certainly with personal trainers and various people, if you want to get to the peak optimum yes. fitness, which I'm still working on that, it's yes, like same. you've got to have PT. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, and there's certainly a lot of benefits from having a mentor or a coach who can so actually is. help you as well. And I yeah. know I've done that along the way too. Yeah. Where would you, What would you say that the top skills you need for being in business, what would they be? from your experience? So from my experience, I would say communication is a big one. How you communicate with your team, how you communicate with your clients, how you communicate with your family, because let's face it, when you have your own business or you obviously when you work in the workspace, it flows into all those relationships. So communication I've learned is a massive one when it comes to being a business owner. Also accountability, having someone Paul's my accountability person, having someone that, you know, does hold you accountable because also having your own business, you have that freedom to use your time as you please. So if you don't have someone there, it's very easy to slip back and actually delay yourself. So being accountable is a massive one. And then leadership. It's yeah. To be honest, I never thought I'd have a team in the first five years and then working with my previous coach and then working with my business advisor. That's been a game changer and just how you lead people in your business and how you show up, especially for creatives. You know, creatives are known to be the starving artists of the world and I really want to break that mould and lead in that space. Yeah, absolutely. And you are doing that. Thank you, Vicky. You've been part of WA Leaders. I have. Right. Tell us about that. For those who are listening globally, they might not know what this is, but it's a group. You tell us what's been happening in that space. Of course. So I joined WA Leaders around about, I think it was August last year. It's an incredible platform for people who have their own business. It's very different from, it's not a networking group as such, it's more an educational space. Yeah. So the day is divided up in that you'll get different exposure to different areas of your business. They'll give you guidance, leadership advice, and Rupin, who owns Leaders, is the calmest man I've ever met. Yes, I actually asked lovely. him one day and I said, <laughs> how are you so calm? And he was like, Tracy, 10 years of mindset work. And I said, well, there's hope for me because I only just started six months ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Leaders has really been a game changer for my business I was lucky enough to meet Paul my business advisor through leaders and I've got some beautiful clients who I've met through leaders and it's just great being a part of that community and being around like-minded people is so important absolutely who you surround yourself with you become yes, for sure definitely totally, I understand that yeah so what I'm curious what is the bravest or scariest thing that you've ever done oh my goodness the bravest for me would probably be the skydiving that I did with my sister for her 21st in Cape Town <laughs> But the scariest thing is definitely by far starting my own business. I dabbled with the idea for about five years before I actually bit the bullet and did it because in society we're so conditioned to to finish school or you go to primary school, go to high school, you study and especially I think for women we you then get married and have kids and, and I just love seeing women who are have their own business and their moms as well and just breaking that mould because and having a business is super scary every day. I feel the fear. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I think I remember my mum saying to me, when you're older, you're going to be you're going to be your own boss and be in business. Yes. And I had this voice saying, because she was a stay-at-home mum, actually. Right. So I've always had this and I've always been driven in my career. And Great. it's amazing having the side hustles as well. But it yes. took me till I was 40 to actually, maybe a little bit earlier than that too, it was when I moved to Australia 
that I then decided I was going to set up my own business and yes. be my own boss because I thought, well, if I've emigrated to Australia, what stopped me from setting up of my course. own business? But I'd been thinking about these ideas for years. And yes. I remember being 22 and I was going to buy a Domino's pizza, pizza oh, franchise. Yeah. <laughs> and looking back, it, I would have been incredibly successful financially at that point. Yes. But probably a size 18 and yeah. I love pizzas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, there's interesting. Um, that's interesting. But good on you for doing the skydive. It's on oh, my bucket thank list you. to do, but I maybe not this year. Oh, come on, go to Rotness, <laughs> Vicky one, maybe. I'll so, join you. Yeah, well, we might do that after this. Cue the photos. So yeah. can you share some setbacks for people who are dealing with dealing with challenges at the moment and about not giving up what have you found that gives you the resilience you need to be able to keep on going apart from having Paul who sounds amazing by the way what else do you do what other things do you do look I think for me um, it's important to believe in something higher than yourself I'm very spiritual and I think especially for those tough days like it can be really hard and I think if you depend on yourself it can be you can be quite lost so if your setbacks are really hard to deal with I've lived in my shame cave for a little while I have a sulk and then I get out of it but I highly recommend that people have a vision board and I would recommend doing this in a, at a time where you perhaps start your business or you're just on goal set mode because come those hard days it's a great focus and I recommend putting it somewhere where you can look at it every day and I do that like yeah. I firmly believe in manifestation and if you can see that your why in front of you every day so for me I've got photos of my family on there when I was manifesting my car I photoshopped my face on my dream car yeah and then it happened six (laughs) months later so it does work it does work yes I firmly believe it so having that vision board just it keeps you focused on your goals and your long-term why yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I know I've had vision boards in the past and yes. I've manifested some really cool things. As and well, even yeah. my DJ business oh, that I cool, had for four yeah. years. I've now retired yeah. from the industry, oh, but I still love music. But yeah. I remember putting a picture on there and putting like neon signs around it. And it was yeah. just, and it all came to fruition. It's and crazy. if you believe it, it, it really, really does. And does. Then, yeah, there's still lots of things on my vision board I haven't done yet. But Likewise. I'm looking at it every day. Same. But that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. that's, I really like that. And I think, and it's getting that clarity as well, isn't it? it? Is. And of knowing what you want. And if you have totally. a vision and have these pictures there and if you especially if you're a visual person then at least you can look at it and go ah oh, this is what I yes. want to achieve on a daily basis 100 percent because if you don't have future. a don't if you don't have a vision of why you're doing what you're doing I think you just go into the dark if that any headlights on so it's yeah. great to have that that yeah. goal vision yeah fantastic so in terms of let's talk about your fears and I know yes. you, you, you obviously you've skydived you've done <laughs> business you've done some really cool things yes some people are afraid of failure or rejection yes. or some are afraid of massive success would you say there's anything that you would be fearful of or um, you've come or you've overcome that I think to be honest, I think at some stage I've experienced all of those. Like I said, I'm still a work in progress. But the thing I think I'm most fearful of is just getting to a stage where you want to give up because it does get full on and it does get, it is hard work as rewarding as what it is. But for me, it's fear of failure. And I know that's something I, I really am still working on yeah. because you, know, you have this wonderful opportunity and you have your family and you have your friends and everyone's like gunning for you. Even your clients, yourself, Vicky, when you get to work with someone like you and you've got all the support around you, like you want anything but failure. So. Yeah. Yeah. that's the one one of them and even success and success brings a whole different dynamic as well starting my business has completely changed I would probably would say every aspect of my life my yeah. friendship circles my everything my previous coach used to say every level has another devil and it's so true I love yeah. that I love that <laughs> Thanks, phrase <Jeff> Gordon. <laughs> I love that yeah. and you're right who you surround yourself with you become mm. and most of my best friends now yes and friends who I know and people who I hang out with are all entrepreneurs yes and it's not because I don't you know a lot of people I know still are in business or are working for the people 
you just find your tribe, don't you? you do. And then you resonate. And then, you know, of people course. can't... I remember having a conversation with a previous girlfriend who I haven't seen for years. She said to me, you're always at work. And I said, yeah. I'm not always at work. I actually have weekends off. Yes. But I am... I can't switch off from it in terms of what I'm thinking about the next thing and I what totally that looks that. like. But yeah. maybe that was around me not being present. Yeah. And I think that might have, that's where that came from. But yeah, I, but yeah love, love your outlook there as well. Thank you. So who inspires you? Oh my goodness. It's really hard to pinpoint one person. I think for me, there's a few people that inspire me and there's books that inspire me. But for myself, it's team powerhouse boss mothers. They have their business. They have their children as well. I'm a fur baby mama, so I know it's slightly <laughs> different. But one of my aspirations is to be a human baby mother. And I just love seeing, like yourself, Vicky, with your boys. And yeah. I think someone who truly embodies this for me is Sandra Tukoli from Savvy Creations. Yeah, I met her lovely. when I first started my business and she helped with my business name. And Sandra is just, she's always so professional, always on point, and then she's this wonderful mom at the same time. So I'm just so inspired by women like that. Yeah, she's a gorgeous human being. I haven't seen Sandra actually for a while. I must catch up with her. Yes. Thanks for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so in terms of any, can you share any tips for anyone who at this moment, now obviously you're a big manifester and you've surrounded yourself with amazing people. Can you share any more tips about how, if someone's feeling really stuck at the moment in their business or in a situation, they want to get out of a negative situation and live life on their terms. Can you share some advice for those people? Yeah, of course. I would say talk to someone, whether that's a mentor or someone that you trust. And also get out, and even though networking might scare you, get out in the community because you'll find you'll meet your tribe and you'll find that you're not alone in this. And being a business owner can be a lonely journey, but if you're out there and you're networking and making those connections, you'll can really you really find people that will support you and guide you on your journey. Yeah. And something I like to always hold on to is this too shall pass. There's 24 hours in a day, so today might be pretty gloomy, but tomorrow might be completely different. So Yeah, I yeah. love that. And I know it, it reminds me about a few weeks ago. I think I just had a really crazy week work-wise. And by yes. the Friday, I was feeling really like just exhausted. Yeah. Thought, I'm down in tools for two hours and yeah. I'm going to face gym in London. Nice. I went there and I was like, <laughs> yes. And you've you got to. You and I so back, do. It wasn't that I was burnt out. I just needed some time off. And breathing space. To, yeah. Time off. And I think... That's so important. And even the daily things that you do, the yes. day 5am club, I've yeah. read the book, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it by? Uh, I thought the name escapes me as well. We'll put it in the, we'll put it in the uh, oh. section. But yeah, really great that you've read that book as well yes. and inspired. So can you share any other tips or any final words about what you're doing in the future or anything that you think might resonate with people? And, yeah. Or any further final tips? Of course. So I'd probably say, try not to get caught up in the hustle. I know it's pretty easy to do. I've been there before. And always, again, with your vision board, you have your family and things that life are truly about because it's easy to get lost in it and to actually forget your own sort of values so mm. I'd highly recommend trying to get, always check in with yourself where you're at is what you're doing and actually aligning with your goals because we can say yes to everything and I was a yes lady and I do tend to say yes to everything but I've learned to say no which is so important as yeah. well that would be the key point and I think yeah again Paul Claston said to me view things as an experiment and I think that was great for me because I'm a recovering perfectionist and I do everything at 150% energy it's good to view things as a and as an experiment because if it doesn't work there's something else you can try so yeah. that just takes off some of the pressure because I think at the end of the 
day and there's a sign at my gym it says it's you versus you and that's the absolute truth that's no? really powerful at the end of the really day powerful. so and I love yeah. the fact that you said about no because no is actually yes. a complete sentence totally and I found as my business has grown and I've been doing various things globally it's, I've had to say no to some activities yes. but it's not an, not necessarily a no completely it's a no right now yeah and that's something that's really interesting as well but it's been fantastic to oh, thank hear, you, see, hear from you in the studio so if anybody's interested in getting in touch with you Tracy mm. how should they connect with you of course the first place to find me is probably on LinkedIn so Tracy Fryer so Tracy with no E and Fryer like Air Fryer I also have my designs for Perth on Instagram and as well as Facebook and then my jewellery business is Trace Designs Bespoke which is on Instagram and Facebook as well that website has been built but I do have my Design Studio Perth website that's then you can find out more info amazing. as well amazing well, I wish you all the very best and success thank you I'm so sure much I'll see you at a networking event very yes. soon and <laughs> um, good luck with everything and thanks for sharing your tips and wisdom with us and yeah looking forward to seeing what you do next great thank you so much Vicky thank you for having me thank you